Five hundred. Have y'all seen this? Have y'all seen this Magic the Gathering business? Totally organic. I'm familiar with the Wizard of the Coast. But did you yeah. hear that the Wizard of the Coast has put characters from the intellectual property The Walking Dead, the My Children's Cards game? The most relevant yeah. TV show of all time, by the way, it's in the 2020. It's the thing I've ever seen. <laughs> the best uh, thing I, on TV in 2020. I, I <laughs> saw it and I vomited immediately. Wait, wait, wait. They made the Walking Dead thing that was now? That was to, that was this year? Yes. Yeah, dude, that was like yeah. weeks ago. And I'm... I think we can talk about it. If you hate Magic the Gathering and, or don't know about it, just skip ahead. Uh, but well, I assume we can you... explain. No, it's relevant. So yeah, it's yeah, a card. It it's a card game. Yeah, skipped about the forty-five minute mark. It's a card game that for twenty-five years has been building up its own little universe. Right, every part of the card is telling a story. There are characters that reoccur on cards. There are different settings that are fleshed out on cards. It's, it's world building. Very expansive settings, like that are really cool and highly developed. Uh, anyway. Yeah, um, but there are some settings that they don't go back to, <laughs> like uh, Kamigawa, Chip, like Japan. <laughs> For one thing, I, they're going to a cyberpunk Kamigawa. I just saw that today. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, that's actually cool. <laughs> they're finally we're, doing it. We're about to get derailed. <laughs> oh, it's not enough that they're ripping off Walking Dead. They've yeah, got to it's rip the, off. It's cyberpunk. the crossover. It's the crossover with Ghost in the Shell that they're doing. <laughs> Coming <laughs> 30, yeah, 30 years too late. Anyway, the problem is Wizards just broke a 25-year streak of not having anything that's not building up a world by bringing in characters from The Walking Dead TV series. So you have Negan wearing a leather jacket and holding a baseball bat, battling alongside my wizards and my rogues. Now, it's, now I'm not familiar with this Negan. Yeah. Is he some sort of cool wizard that would be appropriate <laughs> in a fantasy setting? I'm glad you, know? you asked, Walter. He's rapey. He's a rapey oh, modern man. man. He is a rapey uh, so guy. So he's gruel. He's gruel then. He's red green. He's actually. Yeah. Okay. Which is probably a fine. So my thing is, I don't even think it's inherently a bad idea to bring in other IP characters using I the magic system. I think it's kind of, but anyway, go Hear on, me explain. Out. Hear me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because when they do say like Greek myths in card form and they nail a design that's really resonant and reflects what the character is all about, it's mm-hmm. cool. And you mm-hmm. can have that for Gandalf. You can have a really cool Gandalf card. You could do this for Lord of the Rings or Star Wars, for God's sake. But what's imperative is that you don't mess up what's already been established as a really cool world. That you, well, like you the, don't the have tone is fucked up by that because that's just the real world. With some dumb zombie thing. It's dumb, and it cheapens... It. First of all, I hate to be all my immersion about it, but it does shatter your immersion. And there's also the fact that this is like a limited release of these cards. There's like monetary incentive for this to, them to do this. This is a shitty decision, and uh, pretty much everyone right, hates it. It breaks two big precedents, right? It's not just that it's breaking the world immersion, but also it's a limited time, unique card, which they promised not to do a long time ago. Um, what they should have done is do an entire Walking Dead set to have these cards in. Uh, and then it would be fine. That's Walking Dead saying. is literally the worst. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, it's funny that they didn't just choose a beloved fantasy IP or something to open up the doors. They're just like, oh. No, because I, oh, yeah. I don't want the game. And you you mentioned Theros, but there's a difference between like X being something, which Magic does plenty, you know. Oh, all the time, yeah. Or lifting it slightly, then just straight up crossovering it. And I don't want well, Magic the Gathering 20 years from now to be Super Smash Bros. <laughs> you know? Like, it's going to suck ass if that's what the game well, turns into. Thing. 
I just said something crazy and I love it. I do want Magic to be Super Smash Brothers. (laughs) Super Smash Brothers. It's Minecraft in Magic the Gathering. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was already a card made by Notch. Fuck. Yeah. The the floodgates (laughs) were opened. And now (laughs) the shit rushes in. They should make it with different borders. They should, if they're going to make IP crossover cards, which is not inherently a terrible idea because Magic is a great game and you can combine the mechanics with stories in interesting ways, but you have to separate it from the world they've created. So I think mm-hmm. it should be like blue border or green border or something like that, where yeah. it's, it's not dipping to the same pot because they already have silver border cards that are like My Little Pony and no one cares about that. We've talked, we've talked a fair amount about <laughs> this now. Yeah. Welcome to... 30-Minute Worlds, the podcast where we build a world in 30 minutes or more. If I know our discussion of Magic the Gathering, it's going to be more this episode. I'm Walter. With me are my hosts, Belvin, Dan, and Zach Chessman. Let's get down to brass tacks, boys. Who's the lore lad? Uh, That's you are the one that makes that decision. Four on the dice, which means it's Belvio. Oh, Mr. Belvedere. It's been a while. Very this good, very long. good. Well, uh, junior lads, supply me <laughs> with prompt words. No, he's been a lad for ten seconds, and already with the pejoratives. Lay them at my feet. Uh, I would like to say... Oh, I think we used that one already. Uh, get back to me, get back to me. Okay. Uh, my word is dump. Like, garbage dump. It's a dump. Huh. Or a shitty property investment. Mine is idle, as an idle, like I D O L. Yeah. Have you been listening to K-pop lately? No, no. <laughs> my word is my word is flag. Hmm. Well, you have to put the idols on the flags if you're going to do that. <laughs> you have yeah, to. The mascot. You have to do pinups of idols on flags. Well, okay. First of all, idol doesn't have to be what you're thinking, Dan, in your uh, goopy weeb brain. I don't know. <laughs> Hang on a minute. <laughs> now we're getting that's slanderous. A hell of, that's a hell of a projection right there if I've ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got it from That is idol. some cope, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Yes, I am more of a weeaboo than Chessman who recommended me two of the worst anime that I have ever watched. In high school, uh, I'm I not got going it to name from them. like Golden Idol, like worship idol worship. Oh, okay. so it boys. could be anything. Uh, idol and flag are both symbols of reverence, right? Well, sure, yeah, okay. Wow. And yet, a dump, like the idea of a dump, kind of like uh, undermines that feeling a bit, you know? I guess it's very Mad Max though to have idols and trash heaps. I like the juxtaposition. Hmm. I also think we should do K-pop idols instead of golden <laughs> idols, but you can do golden K-pop idols if you want, I guess. Indiana Jones carefully picking up a K-pop <laughs> fan. <laughs> it's a little golden idol of just a, uh, an anime waifu. Okay, so flag makes me think of countries, but I feel like we went pretty deep into the nation thing with our World War II XP. We did. You have and back? Yeah, sure. yeah. So, what other things can flags represent? I mean, not just patriotism, but... An alert of some kind, right? Yeah, I mean, like, it's interesting how... It, and pirate ships, not to say this uh, is a pirate semaphore. setting. 
semaphore flag-based communication. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, you have like white flags for surrender. Red flag used to mean something. I don't remember what it means. Jolly Roger <laughs> means you're a pirate, etc. It's stable something at distance. Yeah, so because it's not inherently, it's not a country inherently. It's just a group of people who have agreed to use a symbol. Like, right. Because, like, clubs have flags right, and I like, stuff. I like flags as communication. I think we yeah, can do something with that. Bringing, okay. If we like flags as communication, bringing it back to semaphore for the listener is uh, where you, uh, it's an archaic form of, like, signaling where one person had two stiff flags and they would arrange their body with the flags in different positions to indicate letters of the English alphabet. It was used for some naval purpose. I'm not entirely certain. Don't, don't nail my ass to the wall on that. But uh, that could be something that's at play in this setting, perhaps. Well, well, the benefit of semaphore is that because these flags are so big, you can communicate over vast distances um, with them. Like, especially if someone has a telescope and they're looking at you, you can communicate longer than, like, audio. Um, Yeah. Yeah, if they got no radio or phones, they like have like big like flag windmill things. It's basically long distance sign language. Okay, so yeah. why would a world need to have that? Well, because you need to communicate long distances, right? Well, the prompt right. word the prompt word was dump, right? Is that right? Yeah, dump. prompt word was dump. Mm-hmm. I mean, my mind's going to trash world, but I'm trying to think through a unique. Spin I think on that. we haven't. I don't think we've done trash world. Mm-hmm. We haven't. I don't think so. We haven't. But people have done trash world. Like uh, trash worlds in a lot of fiction, you end up in a trash world when, and, and then like this is sort of like where a bunch of alien scavenger weirdos. Yeah, we kind of did a trash world with the uh, one about the exiles dwarves. of Varn. That was more of an ooze world. I would yeah. It was more it. of a it was more of a shit world. Yeah, it was a shit world. <laughs> it was space whales. Uh, Belvin, you're thinking. I'm sorry. I think we. Well, I'm just trying to think through. I mean, because it's kind of interesting to have all these people living in a giant trash dump, which would, I guess, be affected by some great empire in the distance. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's floating, so people have to communicate through flags that way. But it's missing something. There, this stew needs oh. needs some spice or something. Hmm. Oh, hey, okay. You guys know about the uh, giant patches of trash in the Atlantic Ocean? Do I? Oh, yeah, I love those. That's your whole deal. You're going to have to cut yeah. out 15 minutes of audio here. <laughs> I, I yeah. go out there every day and I, I hammer at it. Yeah, just sort of chip it away like the like the bird of eternity. Yeah, it doesn't break, but it feels emotionally satisfying. <laughs> anyway, go on. Uh, that's it. Is <laughs> a water world. It's like that's that. where it, with like islands of trash. With a trash ocean? Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. I like that. Like kind of just the uh, dump from the Death Star in A New Hope, but a whole planet that's like that. So then you get um, you get the sig- you get the semaphore. You need the semaphore to communicate because you're on boats. Well, <laughs> essentially, you're on giant you're on island boats, giant trash boat islands. Okay, but where do the idols come in? <laughs> well, where do I- idols always come in? It could be uh, it could be the leaders in this world. Uh, like they, their, their charisma. <laughs> Maybe the people of this world revere certain giant conglomerations of trash like idols, like their gods, and they don't like people landing Ooh. on them like a sacred I, island. I have something. I have something. Um, right, go ahead. 
so what if whatever empire is saying this, for, I'm picking sci-fi terms just for now. It can be made fancy later. Um, but in this world, there are all these celebrities, right? And so there's all these magazines and posters and statues and like all this ephemera made around them. And it's also a really cutthroat empire, right? So sometimes these stars are exiled for whatever reason to the trash dump planet. And when they're there, they can kind of assume godhood because their face is everywhere. Oh, so they form like cults of personality. Yeah, and there are like a few that have been exiled there and have built dueling cults. I like that. Like if an emperor is disgraced, they dump all uh, (laughs) monuments of him onto this shit planet. Right, or even just like some celebrity who managed to stay in this like cutthroat environment until he said the wrong thing or offended the wrong person, and now he's on a planet where his face is already everywhere. If you get canceled, they send you to trash water <laughs> world. Yeah. In Book of the New Sun, which everyone should read, it's by Gene Wolfe, it's amazing, uh, it's set in the far future, and the protagonist describes like he sees a mountain, just an ordinary mountain, and he's amazed by it, because uh, at that point in human history, there's like no mountains on the face of the planet that haven't been carved into statues of long dead tyrants. <laughs> oh, that's that's very cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. You just told me I'm reading such a it. cool fucking. It's book, a really but... good book. Highly recommend. Amazing series. Anyway, but it's got a world like that, like all this imperial reliquary. I like that. Yeah. So the idea is all these imperial celebrities um, end up getting exiled there, and they make new lives there. Okay. With cults of personality. I like that. I like that. Well, so wait, if it's if it's a trash world, how are there statues of people that don't live on the trash world? Well, they're not the statues. Tr- the idea is these are celebrities, so they... Oh, so just magazines and shit. Okay. Like, yeah. have stuff made in their image all the time. Like, okay, I, I guess I, did, I went too literal into the building. Uh, yeah, yeah, like Lamar. it could be action figures of, like, Jesse Ventura. We have to dump... Hell, yeah. We have to confiscate every Jesse Ventura action figure and dump all 10 million of them onto Trash World. That's going to have an impact on society <laughs> there. <laughs> oh, so it's like the wokest, like, empire, but they're ruthless and they cancel well, people and send them away. I think it'd be funny, actually, if we if we made it explicitly like toys or, <laughs> like, action figures or something. That's an interesting angle. I was about to say that maybe the empire, the way it treats the celebrities is that they, like, hyper-sells them and then for whatever reason, when uh, they want to kill them off, they have some external threat they can blame, like some other planet. They're oh. like, oh, they assassinated another one of our great figures and they have funerals and stuff. But actually, they just exile them to this trash planet. Like 1984. Sort of flushed away situation. I think it'd be funny if like uh, they're trying to like the idols never the people that the idols represent never touch base on the planet at all. And they're never exiled. But uh there's this long practice of just buying up all these extra idols to pump up like sales figures or whatever, and then dumping (laughs) on this planet. No, I want the interesting characters to be on the planet. Okay. Okay. Because otherwise we can't talk about them. Yeah. Yeah. I think there, so there'd be like two kinds of, there'd be a few kinds of, uh, celebrities that landed on this planet. Well, celebrities a loaded term Mm -hmm. too, Mm -hmm. but there would be people who, had all of these like uh there'd be the kind of person who just gets dumped on the planet not because they're a celebrity they just need to be got rid of like they're a dissident or something like that right well, sure what if it's like a what if it is kind of a weird cult situation where like uh instead of sacrificing them they go all in on one person 
for a few and Who's worship they? them. Uh, the people who are bringing the people to the trash planet. The empire. Are, yeah, the empire. So the empire. Where they go, it's kind of like an Inca thing or a Maya thing where it's a sacrificial thing where uh, they go all in on one person. And then once that person's time is up, they dump them and everything depicting them onto Trash World. Mm-hmm. Sort of cultural renewal or religious yeah. revival. Okay. Because if it, if it were religious in nature, that would explain, you know, the command, like why there's so many of these, you know? Because if they're just popular figures. Anyway, that's just my thought. I think yeah, it's so, funnier if they're canceled, but yours makes more sense. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Mine is like a little more absurdist and kind of like a modernist critique, I guess, is like the idea of this celebrity culture that's also kind of insane dystopian. Mm. And yours does make a little more sense. I guess I'm not sure which one I like more. I, I like Belvin's more, to be honest. I do like I do like the idea of canceling people and dumping all their things on a trash yeah. planet. And Mike Judd is going to make a movie about it. It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's go with the uh, the more social commentary one for now. Yeah, let's go with cancellation. Uh, yeah, so the people already on the trash planet, they could be a different species. They could be an alien species, along with like some dissidents who are sent there. Because it makes sense that like it's hard to have a whole population of exiles. Could so they be like be. like mutant like humanity like they could be like mutants who have like kind of evolved from humanity a little bit? Uh, maybe they were sent there to like as like a sort of empty-handed like cleanup project that they knew wasn't going to work, but they used it to get rid of a bunch of people. Yeah, I can see that happening. Uh, maybe there's some plasma. Like maybe the energy system of the air, of this uh, the empire is plasma, but if you have a lot of exposure to Dissolved plasma or expired plasma, you just mutate. See that? No, yeah, that's cool. It's like a leper, a leper colony, and they send you to Trash Planet to do cleanup work. Plasma? Plasma. Like blood? No, like uh, sci-fi shit. You, plasma is just the fourth stage of matter. It's just really hot matter. Uh, yeah, it's a kind of plasma. Obviously, I I know I know what, what plasma is. <laughs> is it like shelf stable plasma. I don't know what. <laughs> it's unobtainium. It does. It doesn't matter. You think, you think I'm just throwing it just, out a sci-fi understanding the actual well, Just use radiation. No, yeah, it matters to me because you might as well have just said like floop goblins. <laughs> like <laughs> we say stuff like that floop all the time. Uh, okay, first of all, floop goblins are a big are a big problem uh, for the Empire. And I don't think that you're being respectful of our first responders by denigrating the threat they pose. I think you're going to trash planet now, Chessman, because you're canceled. Hey, folks, we don't have advertisers. But if we did, it'd go a little something like this. So, hey, advertisers, check this shit out. <laughs> how do people do ads? Is that how people do ads? Ow, my balls! <laughs> <laughs> Have your balls ever been busted in public place? Has this ever happened to you? <clears throat> Honk. Have you ever had your balls busted by a clown on the street? Well, leave it no more. Buy a gun. I don't... This, no, we're not selling guns. Well, in no, this we're, selling, we're selling guns we'll on this podcast in- now. I got us a sponsor, no. and it's Beretta. Hello there. Farmer Walt here at 30 Minute World Orchards. We got a real bumper crop of worlds that we're happy to give y'all for season two. 
But we're trying to pick one of them to revisit. And, uh, well, we need y'all's help to do it. I won't beat around the bush. If y'all could just send some of your favorite worlds our way this November, before we wind up to the finale in December, we'd really appreciate it. Just email us at 30minuteworlds at gmail.com. As for me, I'm going to go back to sipping my pine cider and committing to this rural voice that I've put on for this, this bit for some reason. Mmm, okay. And we're back. Well, so I think, I think we have a pretty like good aesthetic for what this looks like now on the ground. So I think it makes sense to talk a little bit about what kinds of people are getting sent to the planet as idols. Um, right. Number one, um, podcast hosts that <laughs> leave in the middle of the podcast. Oh, yeah. They're <laughs> public enemy number one to the Empire. Yes. Public enemy number one. I think. Yeah. So I yeah. guess we can make an example. Uh, like I'm thinking like, say there's a pop star, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Beyonce. Shimi Shimi. Uh, or, oh no, we want not a real person, but uh, <laughs> not, a real not person. Beyonce. His name, his name is Himi Shimi. He's he's a beautiful young man. He dances like mixed between Elvis and a hula dancer, and everyone loves That's him. That's an aesthetic. Um, and he has posters everywhere. Uh, like girls love him, boys respect him. Um, he often uh, will be sent out to repeat empire propaganda. He like sings the national anthem at baseball games and stuff like that. He's he's a wonder right. child. He poses with the military mm-hmm. who are going off to fight the Republic, which is obviously the enemy of the Empire. <laughs> the the Floop Goblin Republic. <laughs> the Floop Goblin Republic, yes. Um, but at some point he pisses off a high chancellor, he says the wrong thing in close company, or he doesn't accept a sexual favor or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh he's he's disappeared in the middle of the night. And the story that the people of the Empire hear is that the Fluke Goblins got to him and, and assassinated That's him. That's a brilliant, brilliant <laughs> play. What did you say, Fluke yes, Goblins? Fluke, this yeah. is a thing now. It happened before the ad read. Yeah, it's something that makes a lot of sense, like saying plasma without context. Jesus. So could it be like, um, like it's just his singing ability, too, is like, because he's handsome and he's on posters and everything, and then he sings his like sermons for his... Uh, his cults, cultists. Yeah. So once he's on the trash planet, not only like his face is everywhere on the latest rounds of trash, like the past few years of trash has been full of him. Um, and there could be a religious aspect to it. I could see that like the, the denizens of the trash planet, because I guess let's establish that most of them are not from the empire. So they don't know better. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So they, they see these figures as like prophecies, essentially, like the, all these images of them. Oh. And then when he appears, they're all ready to induct him in. And that'd be actually a really interesting process where this star, because the star comes there, like not knowing anything. They just arrive and already everyone's worshiping Yeah, because the Empire covers up that mm-hmm. this exists at all. Uh. Right. But there would be a few, like probably quite a few celebrities who are already there and have made their own fiefdoms who can probably... yeah. Tell them how like, it works. Like the Rock is there. Um, yeah. And uh, Barbara Barbara <laughs> yeah, Streisand is a, there. Um, mm-hmm. Or equivalents there. Yeah. It, 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 it strikes me that 
the thing that you would want immediately if you were one of these idols landing on the planet, you might not know you want it immediately, but what you need is very quickly is like maybe like an agent or a manager type, like somebody who can explain to you what's going on and can guide you through. Cause you could pretty easily fall into like a bad cult of, of your own. Right. Ending, well, right? there would be people who get disappeared who aren't celebrities and that would oh. probably be the role they would choose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a talent agent like refuses to book some politician's wife or something. Yeah, or like maybe some a politician has disappeared yeah. there. And now he has to be a chancellor, an assistant, an advisor to <laughs> pop star. I was the president <laughs> back in the Empire, and now I manage not Beyonce. <laughs> president of the Empire. I was the president of the Empire. <laughs> Democratically elected president. Of I know he's an appointed imperial and a, empire. No, because even uh, <laughs> Imperial Germany had a prime minister. He's just appointed. That's all. Sure. Anyway, that doesn't really sure. matter at all. I like the idea of that being like a almost parasitical class of like other exiles that attach themselves to the celebrities or the idols. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess resources would be pretty scarce on the trash planet. Like there would probably be some vegetation, probably a lot of fungal in nature. Mm-hmm. That's the main food items. Um, but maybe there's like some packaged food that makes its way down there. That's really highly prized. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of expired. Suppose. Well, it's not expired. It says it's it's past its sell by date, uh, but it's still and good. you find like yeah, a bar of chocolate. Like you got it's like half of it is edible and it's it's gold. Ugh. It's literally worth its weight in gold mm-hmm. or whatever the currency standard uh, is. trash chocolate yeah i mean it's better than no chocolate no chocolate ever for the rest of your life on trash planet that's true when you, you normally just eat the fungus that grows on the bottom of metal i, I think they do. it's not even like good fungus like it's not mushrooms it's like like edible mold or something right it's something that gives you nutrients but you wish you it didn't yeah. so you could just mm-hmm. die yeah oh and there'd be tons of rats and like flies and stuff like that. Like things that would be living in the holds of these oh, trash yeah. ships that would get dumped oh, off. Oh, yeah. Them. And I think there would also be like extraterrestrial carrion beasts. Yeah. Imagine the yeah. seagulls on Trash Planet World or Trash Ocean World. The seagulls are essentially pterodactyls, I think is how it would work. Oh, that's just a horrifying <laughs> mental image. <laughs> So yes. there's a lot of wildlife that's threatening because they're they're scavengers, but you're not really hot shit either. So you're fighting them for the good stuff. Mm hmm. Um, I, I think the most valuable people there would be repairmen, right? Like in terms of actual skills, like the fact that you could like probably bring some of this like technology or such back to life. Well, yeah, and that makes sense, too, because mm-hmm. if you think about it, that like uh, like engineers and the like don't really get famous. So there's not going to be many of them that get exiled to this place. Right. Um, in fact, maybe uh, most engineers here would have to be like self-taught grognauts. I don't know. I like the idea of there being like a a species that I don't know how they got that. I mean, they could be mutant humans from long ago. They could also be like an alien race that colonized there. They could there. be de- detritus engineers or something. Well, here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Why? What's the least conspicuous planet to start dumping your trash on? Or like it, the easiest planet to dump your trash on if it's habitable is a planet where they were already doing trash processing. Oh, so it started out as like a corporate thing. Yeah, it's like this used to be, or maybe it still is, sort of like a reclamation planet. Like maybe people come and like they sell like reclaimed metals and and uh, mm-hmm. components from all of the trash that gets dumped here. 
the original people that maybe there was a native population, but there's also an enormous population of workers who were in their families who were here to um, like just be trash oh, processors. Yeah, I like that. There could be like corporate zones that are just these big factories. And if if a if a non corpo type gets within like a mile of it, they just get gunned down. I think what could be cool is if that was what it originally was. But the right. Empire, their practice is that once their trash processing plants become just too overwhelmed by trash, they just basically treat them like a dump and like start making facilities elsewhere mm. and abandon it, basically. So there's all this infrastructure of oh. when this was like a functional place. Oh, yeah. But at this point, they just dump more trash there because they just see it as a giant landfill. Oh, yeah. Well, so like the life cycle of these planets, can of these trash planets kind of goes from like, functioning and like being able to keep up with the trash to like getting they too much trash and like people only dump there if they really need to like they're like if there's a lot of um trash in the sector they go to this planet because they need to make more trips well it could also just be like cheaper yeah. like maybe illegal yeah, right. like that makes at sense, a certain point actually. you just start leasing your planet to the empire to use as a dumping ground for dissidents and so on and i like that too because that opens up the ground for like like a technocrat sort of idol figure, like if like an Elon Musk type got exiled, they actually could do something like make one of the facilities operational again. And they're like processing metals and stuff. Yeah, that's that's very cool. I think there should be a, a, a tech hero who has made his way to one of the old abandoned processing plants and his consolidating power there. Yeah, is, and his like cult is all about like they train people to be mechanics and engineers, basically. Mm-hmm. So, so this tech, he, so this guy, this tech hero. Did you think that uh, the plan would be to take over like a region, the planet, or is it like a turning the planet into an autonomous thing, or is it just like? Like, what, wh- how high do you think they can shoot? I think his goal would be to try to find a way to hijack one of the trash ships as it dumps mm-hmm. and mm. get the hell off. But that's pretty hard because it does it orbitally. Yeah. Orbitally. That, that is how mm-hmm. I have envisioned to be able it. to get into orbit. Like, I didn't necessarily envision his motivations as anything noble, like trying to fix the planet because it's pretty well fucked. I don't think there's any fixing it. But like using his cult to get off the planet. But he's got like mm. one of these factories or maybe two up and running. Oh, okay. I think I know how you could actually make a like a situation that would allow, that would make people come down to the planet that you could then get off the planet on their ship. As that, so what you do is you send a uh, you just oh well, okay. Why don't you just um, talk to somebody else off world and just get them to come pick you up? Because there's a, there's a communication block, yeah, and no radio yeah. waves can okay. leave the planet or something. Uh, yeah, well, once you've been, once the planet has just been consigned to being a dump forever, um, I think the Empire would figure that maybe there's something dangerous there, maybe some precious metals or something, so they set up protections. Mm-hmm. Not anything that is like is labor intensive or costing a lot of money, but stuff that makes it easy to keep it hidden except for the people who uh, pay them enough on the side to be able to keep dumping. Yeah. And if you can't use things like radio or like just be radio waves on the planet, that's also a reason to use these flags to communicate. 
And we're back to we're flag. We're back to flag. You didn't think we'd Full go back circle. to it, but we are back to it. <laughs> you thought we forgot. No. no. Here we are talking about flags. Yeah, the, the, the tech guy would have a flag. I think the flags would be like the, the most prominent features of the celebrities. Yeah, like the, the action hero guy. It's just him like posing on his flag. Uh, well, the thing is, it's a flag, so it's from a distance. So you would just want like main features, like how a Jolly Roger is just a head and not a man. So I think how it would actually be is that if you're like a Brad Pitt type, it's kind of like a, your shock of blonde hair and your prominent chin. And that's your flag. Right. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> like you might in your trash home have like a little like a commemorative flag of, uh, of I don't know, Tom Cruise on your wall. It's like the picture of the queen in every British person's house. Mm hmm. Like a tech guy, like if you say here is Steve Jobs type and he wore a sweater as a signature item and your flag would just be like your signature sweater that becomes totemic. That's pretty like that. good. Mm-hmm. I just the flag design to be flag design is pretty complicated. Vexillography. <laughs> yeah, that could be a whole other hour. Vexillography is dope. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, not really here or there. It's three mid worlds, not hour and a half flag talk. That's my other right. podcast. People have like rampant lions and shit. Like you can you can put some detail. Like you could maybe if it was a Steve Jobs type, you could just have him doing his iconic like hand under the chin stance <laughs> and his yes. turtleneck. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm into this. Well, wouldn't it be the app? No, it wouldn't be the Apple symbol. Not in this because you don't get iPads on Trash Planet. Oh yeah, you do. Well, you, you don't about? get to use them. They're all broken. Maybe maybe Steve Jobs. Only only a privileged few have have like gotten enough that are able to be reclaimed, and then had someone with enough know how to. It, it's a real scarcity economy mm-hmm. there. I think they probably well before they put things onto the trash planet, they like EMP wipe them. I guess that that make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're being diligent, like they EMP wipe them, and then in the electromagnetic jamming field over the planet that makes even so if they even if they failed you'd have like you wouldn't be able to use like yeah, wi-fi you for instance apps yeah from the I like that. so so if you failed if the em if the em wipe failed you could still have like an incredibly rare working like eye touch but you couldn't actually connect to anything with it unless you hardwired yeah and i think even instead of failing it could just be uh, like corrupt people who are trying to save a buck. Yeah. Like, like they mm-hmm. just pay off a, re- a regulator and they don't actually do their due diligence and do the EMP job. Yeah. Just a lazy like technician. It's like, ah, I, I've been working for 14 hours. I want to go home. Uh, yeah. Like EMPs are 50 credits. Now yeah, we're going <laughs> to skip that. <laughs> I could get, I could spend 50 credits on a Snickers. <laughs> No, a Snickers XP. <laughs> <laughs> then I will th- we have a lot of references in this one, uh, but well, we're talking about celebrities. I think whenever you're like talking about celebrities, it's an interesting question though of like totally alien celebrities. I could see that, like maybe in the Empire. God, what would be something that just be like a strange thing to be a celebrity for? Uh, bonsai, contact juggling, uh, contact juggling. Oh. Yeah, contact what is juggling. Con- what is it's contact a, it's juggling? <laughs> it's where you got like a a little ball of that's like about as big as your fist, and you like roll it over your body and stuff. Like you know, you like like you use you just use its momentum to like 
go around your arms and stuff and like it pops up and it, it never actually leaves your body but you're like flipping it around your arms and over your back and huh. stuff like that okay i want i want uh, like we can a... work with that yeah I like that. um so in <laughs> this in the empire <laughs> contact juggling is highly valued as a skill because when you're fighting the what are the names of those goblins again the flop goblins the flop it, goblins when you're fighting the, the flop the, goblins the flute, the flute they flute goblins. get on you so you have to be able to manipulate them on your body <laughs> so one of the top like military trainers is an expert contact juggler and he he's trumpeted by the empire contact and, juggling is a martial art in the empire mm-hmm. um <laughs> he has the largest fiefdom on the trash planet <laughs> he is he is charlemagne on trash yeah, planet. he's coming close to he's been uniting some different cults on there he's starting to consolidate his empire I like the idea of a um, like a stage magician who's like not really like that famous. So he attaches himself to a celebrity as a court wizard or some bullshit. And it's just dumb. I like that. Oh, also, what if there is a really good impressionist or um, like makeup artist or someone who has the ability to disguise themselves Mm. and they pretend to be one of these giant celebrities? Which works until the celebrity is exiled. Until the real celebrity. Oh, I like that. That's fucking funny. Oh, yeah, this person is a great imp- impressionist uh, imitator, and they're working through all the celebrities that they used to know before they got exiled, and, like, they're running out. Oh, they've out. got no fresh material. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they just, like, see the new magazines with some guy they've never heard of, and like, oh. <laughs> mm. Well, you know what? I like where we got to with this setting. Yeah. I, I don't there's nothing in particular that jumps out that I feel like we need to flesh out more. No, it's celebrity cults on a trash planet on the edges of an empire with flags. I don't want to go into it, but we were I what we were mentioning brands. You would definitely have to have you'd have to spend a while fleshing out like what brands were in this world or you like have to be there, there would be a it's a trash planet, right? So there would be like tons of branded material. Like it would basically yeah, be we're, everywhere. We've been All these wrappers a pretty and stuff. Hyper capitalistic empire. Mm-hmm. So they read like a whole mm-hmm. alternate capitalism, which is an exhausting potential number of products that could be littering this place. Yeah. Right. Sure. My suggest to somebody trying to tackle something of that size is you just need enough to uh suggest that there's a huge amount and then you need to be able to create new ones when it uh when it uh when yes, you need this is our suggestion they were listening like, to this episode and thinking oh i want to flesh this out i'm going to create five yeah. million products and then email us <laughs> we're saying don't do that yes e- just no, make dude, a different coke email make a us new coke. Email us 50 products. If, yeah, if you email your homework, us 50 listeners. products, we'll let you be on the podcast. <laughs> well, no, we'll no, prom- that is my promise to the you, the listener. <laughs> Legitimately, though, if you do email us 50 products, you will be our uh, most active and you'll listener. Be on the show, Walter. You'll replace you, Walter on the podcast. You can't put Jeannie back in the bottle. Well, Daniel said it. It's true now. If you email yep. 50 alternate universe <laughs> no. products for this world, we have to put you on the show. Yep. And <laughs> also, if you have any real world products that you want us to <laughs> promote, uh, hey, go see. 
that planters deal fell through <laughs> like um like a sieve mm-hmm. <laughs> man yeah i think they assassinated walter mid-episode yeah well it would be like the third time that's happened so oh, he'll probably yeah, be fine they, they hate that guy <laughs> they well, really do thank you for listening to 30 minute worlds uh i am belvin olasov and i'm just a guy He is, yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I don't know if you were like going to read the closing Bye. thing. Or... <laughs> and I'm just a guy too. Wait, no, don't, don't go. Dan's a guy uh, well, as well. Uh, I'm Dan. I'm also. I'm more of a guy than Belvin. I'm. I'm the. I'm the guy. No, we already. I'm we already fading out. We, we have to read it. Bye. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> This episode, we don't read things. Or we could add on to the but, end. Well, folks, that's our show. If you like this episode, you can subscribe to us on your podcasting service of choice to get new episodes every Wednesday. And if you'd like, go ahead and write us a review on iTunes and share us with all your world-building friends. It really helps us out. Our art is courtesy of the talented and wonderful Shell Tor at Jovial Paradox on Twitter. You can tweet at us, too, at Lorelads, or send us spirited hate mail at 30minuteworlds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, happy world building.